<laughs> Welcome to Gunner Trash episode 369. Animosity volume 1. My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. Hello. Hi there. I like, I like how we're both wearing our 69 hats. We wear any episode that ends in 69, we wear fuzzy hats. Yep. <laughs> It's been a tradition since the first 69. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a lot of episodes. It is. It's pretty good. Yeah. Why do we keep doing this? Because it, uh, people love it so, so much. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We do it for the fans. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Animosity. Animosity. Volume on The Wake mm-hmm. by Marguerite Bennett and Raphael De La Torre. And some other people. And a couple, a couple other yeah. people. Wando being one of them. Yeah. And uh, some other names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A colorist, a letterer. That's right. They don't deserve credit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I like animals. Me too. Arguably, more than most people. Me too. Like, like the okay. So the people I like, uh-huh. I like more than most of the animals I've ever met. Okay, but most of the time, I would much rather spend time just hanging out with a dog or a cat than a person. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I would mostly agree with that statement, except for that first part where like, <laughs> the people <laughs> that I like, right. like I like more than animals. That's that's not that true. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I still like animals more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I had, I had an animal shit on me yesterday, and I like that animal more than, I'd say, ninety percent of the people I've ever met. Right, right. Uh, I mean, you know, to to this day, you know, like like, uh, no matter which girl has has uh, destroyed me or broken my heart, like like I still miss their animals. Oh yeah, like right. like I would, I would put up seeing any of them and reliving every. Soul shredding minute of of you know post breakup life with with those women, uh, if it meant I got to hang out with their pets. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when uh, couples get divorced, they still want to see the kids. Right, right, you yeah. Know, like you just yeah, you like the innocent ones. You know when when uh, my, my when I was growing up, my parents had had uh, some friends like uh, uh, like the guy was like like a high school friend of my dad's and. You know, still saw them regularly and all that, and then this couple got divorced. Uh, they didn't have kids; they had a dog. They shared custody of the dog. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate that because they both like, you know, they, at least they didn't both think it was like a table. You know, right. like, it's this thing that we. Oh, they fought over that dog like uh, more than like property or money. Right, like it was the dog that that. Like they nearly killed each other. Other. See, that's so, interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's sad, and I guess in a way, but in yeah, a way, I respect yeah. it too. Sure, sure. She was an awesome dog, though. Her name was Misty. Oh, big old German Shepherd. Oh, yeah. big sweetie. Yeah, yeah, she was. <laughs> now, yeah. I was, now I was addressing you. Oh, big sweetie. Can yeah. we start talking okay. about the Let, dog? Let's talk about the show. Yeah. <laughs> I forget we were recording. You told me never on the air. It's all right, princess. <laughs> so, yeah. So, animosity. Let's talk about it, I guess. Yeah, I guess we we have to. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> That's why we're here. Yeah. Um, so, I, I picked this. Yeah. Um, I'd heard a lot of good things about it. Okay. Um, but I hated it. Huh. Okay. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, w- I was thinking all week, I was like, I don't know exactly how to talk about this because I don't want to be one of those people that just gets online and shits on something because sure. I'm online. Right. So, some, so no, my, that's my job in this, in this <laughs> partnership. I'm not some anonymous person. My name is Jason Young. Yes. And I read a lot of comics. Yes, you do. Um, but this well, is one would say that your entire life pretty much revolves around comics. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. In one way or another. Yeah. But man, this is amongst the worst things I've ever read. Wow. 
that is bold. That is very bold. Um, okay, so I guess I'm going to be the counter. Awesome. I was hoping you would like it. Sort of. I didn't, though. Okay. But I think I liked it a lot better than you did. Um, I'd say it's in my bottom three of all time. I would say it's perfectly in the middle really? for me. Okay, that's uh, good. Yeah. Like, like out of the thousands of comics that I've ever read, this is, like, in the 500s. Wow, nice. Maybe 600s. Maybe lower. <laughs> it's not great. Oh, no, uh, there's a lot not great about it. I really, really loved the first issue. Really? Yeah. There was a lot about it that I really enjoyed. Went really downhill from there. Right. Uh, so, I I don't think this is the worst thing I've ever read. It may be one of the most disappointing things I've ever read. Because there's a lot of potential in this thing. Exactly. Yes. And, I agree. And it squanders it pretty fast. Oh my gosh, yes. Um... And it also commits one of my big sins in, like, trade paperbackdom, which is that it doesn't tell a single story. No, it does not. Like, by the time you get to the, well, so there's, like, it reprints, like, the first four issues of this book and then a one-shot, which the one-shot... When you read the one shot, you figure out like how it connects to like the larger story, right? Uh, but like also like it, it, like basically picks up from like the opening two pages of the first issue, uh, but otherwise like is mostly disconnected from the rest of it. Uh, and then the main four issues, they don't tell a story. No, well, like there's no. nothing. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just... It's snippets. Yeah. It's a bunch of snippets. It is a bunch of snippets. Uh, and it's... And at first, I thought that was kind of cool. Like, you know, it was like, oh, this is, like, a neat way to tell this story. Exactly. Because you think it's going to connect. Sure. Or build up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, build up. Go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. No. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love the idea. Yeah, because, yeah. So, if, you, if you're not familiar... This Which I was not before I read a single word of this. Okay. Like, like you picked it. I had no idea. You didn't even tell me anything about it. I couldn't even name any of the creators. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd never, I'd never heard of anyone involved other than Wando, but I mean, he just did that backup story. But. Right. Uh, I've heard of Margaret Bennett, uh, and, uh, Marshall Dillon, uh, is, uh, a letterer and a cowboy. Is really a cowboy? Well, Marshall Miller. It sounds kind of like a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the concept is that suddenly, inexplicably, all animals are um, sentient and can speak aloud the language of their native land. Yes. So they can communicate with humans and tell them exactly what they think. And I was like, wow, that sounds like this. That sounds like poten- potentially something I'll really enjoy. Right. And, and there are bits of it where that potential really comes through. But not for me. Well, you know. <laughs> like, I seriously... Again, it's almost all of the first issue. To to me, as soon as I turn the, the cover to the first page, uh-huh. it's, it's all downhill from there. Really? The only thing I like about this book is the cover and the concept I knew before I read this book. I hated every single page of this book. Really? Yeah. That is so bold. <laughs> This is, I mean, did you read the whole thing? I read the entire thing. Okay, yeah. all right. So no, so no evil learning. As much as I wanted to stop reading it. All right. Because I, I did find this to be an easy read. Uh, Like, you know, I, I didn't feel like I was slogging through it or anything like that. I mean, there was never giant, giant, like, slow text-heavy scenes or anything like that. So, I mean, at least, you know, the pages turned, but... But man, there was there was nothing about it I enjoyed. Wow. 
See, I I liked the very first issue of this. Like, like if I would have known about this and bought it monthly, like, yeah, this first issue would have been like, fuck yeah, I'm on board. And then by issue two, I'd be like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because then I'd probably be stuck with, like, the next five issues. I, so it feels like there's there's many scenes missing in this book. There are. Uh-huh. And again, like, you know, the, the book time jumps. And like I said, I thought that was kind of an interesting take at first, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, uh, you know, to just sort of leave it to your imagination to figure out, you know, some of the, the, the gaps. And right. Then, and and they try to introduce like some sort of mystery, I believe, and, and you know that missing chunk of time. Uh, but yeah, and I thought it, I thought it, I thought it lacked something in that though. I mean, like as an idea, uh, much like the concept of the book, as an idea, I like that idea, right. like time jumping and filling in the gaps. But like, it just seemed like it was good ideas, but. Just zero execution. I think part of the problem is that maybe it's just me and, and th- that I think this, but you know, and, and maybe maybe that's sort of what you're reacting to is that when we read like a trade paperback, a collection of comics, mm-hmm. like we expect there to be some payoff. To some of the ideas right. that are brought forth in it, right? And even like, because I guess this is an ongoing series. And I, and yeah, I think there's an ongoing and a couple mini series now. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, like if we read, you know, like, like Superman, you know, a trade paperback of a Superman comic, like within the covers of that trade paperback, there is at least one solid story present in there. Right. And there's not here. No. Like, like, yeah. And, and like, like characters inexplicably change and, which is fine if there's like some sort of reason, but like her dad becomes like this violent maniac for no reason. And then it's never explained. Right. Um, and then like, like I, there's like parts of it where I don't even know. Like I had to like go back and read. I was like, "Is this even the same girl?" Because like, what happened to her? Where did she go? This dog is now like not with her anymore. And then, and like the story starts off like there's you know with everything is already happening. There's no build up. Right. Um. So like all these things that I think work really well for building a world and building some sort of like empathy for characters or whatever. Just none of it is there. Like it's just like. Here's a bunch of my ideas. I don't know how to turn this into a, a realized book, but I'm gonna put it all out anyway. Like right. that's kind of what I think of this book. It's just like a mess. Yeah, I agree. Uh, to a point, you know, I think it does go back to, you know, clearly. I think it's one of those things where she maybe believes, you know. It's like, oh, I'm just spreading this out, you know, over, over the span of, of issues, like right. building this whole thing, you know. But, like, even then, like, like when you look at, like, say, something like Why the Last Man or, you know, other, like, high-concept books. Right. And, know, like, and Why is a good example because a lot of the elements in Why mirrors, like, this. Yeah, like, this yeah is very. Very similar, but it's not like this is a rip-off. Post-apocalyptic. Something uh, strange, yeah. unexplainable happening. Right. right. Not not in a rip-off kind of way. Just no, in a, no, like, yeah. like, hey, these are similar starting points. Yeah, exactly. It, basically, an apocalyptic event happens, mm-hmm. and we are dealing with the aftermath of that world. Uh, you know, why the last man? It's that all the men but one die off. In this, it's all the animals, like, suddenly become the dominant species on Earth. Mm-hmm. And... I read the first trade paperback of Why the Last Man, and there was substance to it, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, clearly Brian K. Vaughn had, like, ideas, like, you know, to, to stretch the book out for 60 whatever right. issues it was, but, you know. Even if it hadn't, though. Even if it hadn't, like, 
the first trade was a satisfying read, right. and you also wanted to read more. Like it got me hooked, and and, and like I agree with all that. And but I, you know, as a devil's advocate, I will say that's a tough bar to to uh, oh I to compare just... to. But but I mean, it is similar. So like I see why you chose it. But that is like one of the best books in the last twenty years. <laughs> well, first of all, I kind of just chose that random. Like, I honestly don't know why. Right. Like, I just picked that one out of the blue, but... Right. I mean, it's a subconscious. Oh, yeah, they're very very similar as yeah. far as, like, hey, here's this crazy <clears throat> event that happens. Right. But there's other books like that. Um, and, and yeah, it's like you said, like, they have to... They have to, like, give you some sort of satisfaction and cohesion and, like, right. just, like, a narrative. And yeah. This doesn't seem like it has any of that. No. Like, like even, even a book like why or or any other book you know uh like it has to it has to set up elements for you know the writer's ongoing plans sure but you know within the confines of of you know the limited presentation of like a first volume right you know give me something else yeah and, and yeah animosity does not do that like, yeah, I mean, there's several pages that I think have, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, again, it seems like more of a sketchbook, because, you know, when you when you have this idea, like, oh my god, I just had this great idea, like, the apocalyptic world where all animals are sentient and they're pissed off, and then, like, when you think of that, your brain fires off, like, here's, like, six images or situations, right. and then, like, it seems like those are in here, but there's no, like, lead up to them or no, like, right. significance to them, it's just like, oh, wouldn't that be great if, like, you know... Um, like a, a fish is fishing for a man, like just shit like that. Put this is what we're gonna put in our book, right. and then all of a sudden it's it's in there. Yeah. But there's no like, you know, it's not like you figured out how to make that part of the the world. You right. just threw it in there. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, you know, and. and yeah, we just get snippets of, of things, like you said. Like, like it does seem like it's just a sketch, and yeah. we just get like you know, like maybe a slightly more rendered sketch here and there of like you know an idea that they had, and you know we get like a five panel like presentation of what that could be like. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like yeah, some of it seems like like it could like the first issue could have been six issues yeah. if it was done correctly. Like yeah. like you know building up to that or like. You know, and not a, and it wouldn't have been boring. You know, like even if the animal thing hadn't happened until the last couple pages, right? You know, like I mean, I I do appreciate that. You know, it was kind of just like right off the bat we get everything. You know, presented like this is what's happening. You mm-hmm. know, this is you know now reality. Because uh, you know I do like a little more bang for your buck, and, and I think. Had it been stretched to six issues, I would not have right. liked it as much. Uh, but then, like, from issue two on, like, we're just presented with, like, you know, just, like, time jump after time jump to a point, like, where, like, the last two issues of the story, you know, like, present, like, so many changes that happen from, like, issue right. one oh, yeah. with, like, Little to no explanation, and again, like like I appreciate maybe like sort of like oh I'm, I'm gonna go back and fill in some of the blanks, but like it didn't help this story. No, not at all. To to all of a sudden be forced into like the the situation that's presented at the climax and introduced to like. A fuck ton amount of new characters that you don't give a fuck about, right? Like, like all the the animals at the the, the military or whatever. It yeah, is, you know? uh, yeah, that could have been its own story, and... and and the one dude with a man bun. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just it just blew me away. And I I actually really like Wando's artwork. Oh yeah, yeah and... his art is 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 great. And I, and like the other artist isn't terrible or anything, but it, it's He's, just yeah, it's not it's serviceable. It's serviceable. I will say this for both of them, 
Um, animals are hard to draw. Animals are hard to draw. Talking and emoting animals hmm. without making them look cartoon-like right. or just anthropomorphic is got to be even harder. Yeah. And right. they both pretty much nail that. Right. Like, like you can, like, see a panel of, like, a dog and a tiger having a conversation and, <laughs> like, them both still looking like a dog and a tiger. Right. And not, you know, like some Looney Tunes kind of thing. Uh, so, so props to them for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the real weakness is just in the plotting, really. Yeah, and, and I don't, yeah, I don't know. Part of it maybe was built up in my mind because, you know, th- this is like this book has had a lot of like praise and like the first issues and like, you know, some, I don't know, many printings and, and I was like, you know, just hearing things about it, that it was like this great, great book, and I don't know, man. I yeah, I don't I don't get it at all. Uh yeah, I mean I don't either, honestly. Uh, but you know at the same time, like I don't, I I'm still not in your camp where I think it's the uh, a horrible thing. I I think it's just below average and and. Not worth looking at, but right. Also, you didn't hate it. No, yeah, like yeah, I, I, I actively hated it. I think, and usually we've. I know we've ran into this a dozen times over the years. The things that I, I think we both, or at least I hate the most, are the things that feel like they had potential to be really good. Yeah, like it's okay if you're like, oh, well, that was just a lame Thor comic, right? But, but when you're like, wow, that idea was unique and. It's, it's, it's like whenever someone reserves like a really awesome name for a band or a website or whatever, and then they just don't do anything with it. Right. And it's just like gone. Right. Like this idea like now. Like Ned the Bull. Yeah. <laughs> like Ned the Bull. But, but yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's almost like if anybody else, you know, took this concept and tried to roll it, like, oh, you're just ripping off animosity at that point. Right. Even if, even though like, you know, it could be like, Way better, right? You know. I could see this as like a TV show. Maybe uh, it would be good then. Yeah. Maybe. Also, probably like you know, each episode would tell a complete story, like a TV show does. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Sure. And still advancing the continuing story. Right. But usually comics do that too. So. <sighs> usually, but also not usually. Like I read a lot of comics where like an issue of a book is is. Not a whole story, right? Uh, which is why, like lately, I usually just try to read like a bunch of issues at once, right? Yeah. You know, or a trade paperback, in which you're more likely to get at least one complete story. One would think. One would think. One would hope. <laughs> yeah. Especially for the money that one would spend on such a book, yeah. Such as fifteen bucks, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean. The last thing that I want to read in a trade paperback is to be continued twice. Right. Because cause there is that. Like, you get to the, the end of the main story, and it's to be continued, and, like, like it just kind of ends, and you're just like, what, what was the point of all this? And then we get this one shot, <laughs> which also is, like, to be continued in, like, other one shots. Yeah, right. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, you know. And there's a pretty neat cover gallery that has like a dozen pages or more of alternate covers and things by some pretty decent artists. Yeah. yeah. And like, a lot of those are the same kind of thing. It's like, oh, that, you know, that's a cool image or a cool scene or whatever. Right. But, but yeah. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, like, like. So the main two characters are uh, a little girl. Would say what, ten, eleven, something like that. Right. Uh, whose name I don't remember anymore. Uh, and and like a bloodhound, uh, who just has like this weird. Is it Jesse? Is there a name? Yeah, maybe. It is maybe. Jesse. Yeah. I don't know. And, and the bloodhound's name is Sanser. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And, and he's uh, 
like a hillbilly dog, kind of. Sandor. Sandor. Yeah. And, uh, like, his dialogue, like, grated on my nerves after, like, two pages. Hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, and she's just a little girl who just gets, uh, I mean, admittedly, she's, like, thrown into, like, a weird apocalypse, but right. she's still a little too precocious, you know, and, and, uh, not as I believe, like, a little girl would act. Right. Like, even in this situation, like, being forced to be on her own with her dog. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. But again, apparently did not hate it as much as you did. Right? Yeah. I think I, I think in my mind I was, like, building it up. Um, I was, like, super excited. Right. I was like, oh, man, this is something... I'm just gonna love. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Eh. So, I guess there are, yeah, like many series though that have jumped off of this. I don't know what the story is there. Like if those follow different characters or the same characters, but, um, if you're into the idea of animals rolling the world and you think that we're possibly wrong. Yeah. Uh, check out Animosity. Sure. I'm going to... From gonna Aftershock. Just real quick here. It's from Aftershock Comics. Aftershock. Marguerite Bennett. Raphael De La Torre. Yeah. Uh, a couple of them drawn by Wando. Uh, I, I like Wando. He did... Didn't he do that... Didn't we read like a vampire monster Marvel book? Legion of Monsters. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. And he's great. He's got a real distinct style. I'm checking my phone for a thing real quick. <laughs> Internet happenings are happening. Internet happenings. How was your day, listener? You look great, by the way. Have you lost weight? I love that color of your shirt that you're wearing. <laughs> Trying to keep you entertained while he's looking something up on the Internet. Um, I could tell you a joke. Please do. Um, why did the pizza? Why did the pizza dough love the baker so much? He made it feel needed. I got a I got a dumb pizza joke for you too. Awesome! I love pizza jokes. Uh, I just made that one up, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good for for that. For, okay. Uh, I did not make this one up. Okay. Uh, what did? Uh, why why didn't the pizza get the joke? Why didn't the pizza get the joke? Okay. Um I don't know. Why did Because didn't? it was too cheesy. <laughs> Alright. I like that one. So I was looking on uh, my Hoopla app, which is uh, a library app, uh to see if Animosity was available on that, but it is not, so apologies. Uh, uh, I was gonna say if you can read it for free, you know. Check it out if if and you want, but you can't, so don't. Don't go out of your way, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure the folks that made this have made better books. Check those out first. Sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got really nothing else to say about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting idea, poorly executed. So, have you, have you read anything else by Aftershock? Because, I mean, they're a company that I actually really like their business model. They're very image-like yeah. um, with their business model. I have actually not read any of their books. Uh, I've picked up a few that I just haven't gotten around to reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, like American Monster uh, by by the aforementioned Wando with uh, Brian Azzarello. Okay. Uh, I think I got, like, the first five issues of that. I uh, picked up I think the first issue of Shipwreck with uh, Warren Ellis and Phil yeah. Hester. Uh, oh, uh, Blood Blister by Phil Hester and oh, Tony Harris. Tony Harris, yeah. <clears throat> but then I think Tony Harris quit and so I didn't buy anymore because I was really only buying for his art anyway. They've, I mean, yeah, they've attracted a lot of good names like sure. Garth Ennis. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious, and I'm sure I'll pick something else by them yeah. in the future. Probably. So they haven't. This book has not soiled my uh, my opinion of Aftershock. It's no. just, 
It's so your opinion of Marguerite Bennett and uh, Raphael I, I don't know. Like I've never read anything else that I know of by like I looked I looked him up because I was unfamiliar and I, I saw like Marguerite Bennett has written you know, like Batgirl and some things or yeah. whatever. But I don't think I've ever read anything else by her, but that doesn't mean like I would give it a second chance. I mean I've read sure. I've read books by Grant Morrison that I thought were stinky. Yeah. And, oh, I, yeah. and I love Grant Morrison. So they can't all be gold. No. Uh, so I I would check out something else by them. I just think yeah. This project could have been a million times better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and for me, the issue is the actual telling of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the fact that there isn't one. So if the, if there's a lesson learned here, it's that if you come up with a great concept, that's not it. There's right. there's more work you need to do. Yes, yes. Or you know, even if you've done the work, uh, present it. Yeah, you know, like like again, because because this just uh, feels incomplete. Yeah, I, I think that's actually I think the word I've been searching for for the last thirty minutes. <laughs> it's incomplete. I feel you, dog. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even even with an ongoing series, you gotta tell a complete story. You know. Oh yeah, and there, I mean, and there can always be. Threads untied yeah, or thing, exactly. questions unanswered. Yeah. yeah, but but there has to be like some level of of a wrap up or satisfaction or or at least getting you to a point where the world is fleshed out enough that you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. You know, like right. you know, like this is here it comes. You know, this is the the first chapter of a m- amazing work. I gotta keep going. But Walking Dead, I yeah. think, is a, is a prime example as well. Mm-hmm. You know, first six issues, which are the only ones you've ever read. <laughs> I read the first, like, 20, maybe. <laughs> 17 or 18 or 20, something like that. But, like, you know, not only does each issue tell, like, a complete story while still continuing on to the next one, you know, the first trade has, like, a satisfying conclusion to it yeah. that leads you next into the next right. one. Right, yeah. And, and that is what this is severely lacking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now that we're done shitting all over these people. I know. We're just those (laughs) internet people that shit on everything. Again, slightly higher opinion of it than you had, but, Mm. you know, it's still not great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. Take a break. Yay. Get fresh. The Panda Bear style. That's a book. 
welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hey, hey. What's happening, buddy? Eh, not much. Yeah? Yeah. What's happening with you? Um, not too much. Okay. Just been working extras. Working lots. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Gets the cash flow going. Heck yeah. Because um, you're all about that. I'm cash. all about those caches. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's my, all my, about the Benjamins, baby. I am. I'm all about the Hamiltons. <laughs> so yeah, my my boss you're all is about Hamilton. Uh, I've, I've still never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Nor will I. I I would watch it. Sure. I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, you know, everybody says it's good. It's good. Oh yeah. If everybody says something's good. You know, like animosity, the comic. <laughs> it has to be, right? What if Hamilton is a piece of shit like this? <laughs> I mean, I'm not into musicals. That's pretty much the only reason I'm not saying Okay. It. But, you know, what if I was? And what if after <laughs> the last four years of everybody in the universe saying Hamilton is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Like, I went to see it, and it was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I like that scene at the end that Wando drew, but <laughs> only for his art. <sighs> no. Okay. Um, you don't like any musicals? Isn't there a musical you like? Nope. Wasn't there one? Nope. I feel like there was one. Nope. Like, the closest thing so that with, there is. Like, the guy from Reanimator and, like, some punk rock guys made a movie. Like, a somebody from the Misfits or something. I don't know. Isn't there something like that? It's, like, punk rock and sci-fi musical from ten years ago. Or uh, I can't remember what it was. Are you thinking of Repo the Genetic Opera? That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah, no, that movie's fucking terrible. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking you liked it. Ew. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the closest, closest thing that there is is maybe Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. But that is it. My favorite musical has to be Nasty, the musical, uh, history of Two Live Crew, as nasty as they want to be. It was a brilliant, brilliant performance by the same creators that did Hamilton, I do believe. Have you ever, you ever watched that? No. Seen that one? Uh, what? That doesn't exist. I, w- I wish it did. <laughs> I wish it did. Okay. <laughs> you, you had me convinced. I, uh, that is, it seems like something that could happen. Sure. That is also how little I know about musicals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, usually I'm not, unless they're like super funny or super. I don't know if like music is amazing, maybe, but I guess, I guess if I actually had to pick something, it is uh, the episode of Batman: Brave and the Bold featuring the Music Meister. <laughs> right, that was probably my favorite. That was well. good. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anything else fun happening? Uh, I've been doing a lot of comic shopping lately. Oh, yeah. Like, like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, ridiculously so. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, an emptiness in my soul. Okay. That I am trying to fill. With comics? With comics. There's much worse things to choose to fill it. True. It's not working, though. Uh, But, boy, do I have a lot of new comics. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, my my Kirby stack alone has grown at least a foot and a half since the last time you were here, which was a week ago. Yeah. (laughs) And that's a foot and a half, like, you know, horizontally on the spine. Not not like, you know, top of the cover to bottom of the cover. No, no, no. no. no, Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there, there's a there's a sort of a closeout outlet store called Ollie's Bargain Discount Place, <laughs> something like that. I know it's at least called Ollie's. Yes. Uh, oddly, there's also a bar nearby, also called Ollie's, and uh, one day last week I went to both. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're looking for a showcase Phantom Stranger at the bar. You're like looking around. For, yep, yep. They're like, sorry, sir. I've got very confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I guess they're nationwide, but, but, uh, you know, but, but sometimes like they, they can be relatively hard to find. And, uh, there, there's one uh, near our, our Dayton Mall area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, last weekend I decided, uh, well, I went there like a couple of weeks ago and bought a bunch of stuff and then I told you about it and mm-hmm. then you went there and bought a shit ton of stuff. That's right. For the store. For the store. Yeah. I think I bought one book for me. Right. And, uh, you, you sent me a picture of, of the stack that you got and, uh, there was a book in there that I, I saw that, that I did not see when I was in the store. Right. And I was like, oh, wow, like, like, I want that. And, uh, when, when I went to Mavericks, it was already gone. Oh, yeah. And so now my goal is to find it <laughs> for three bucks or whatever <laughs> at an Ollie's, uh, which means now driving all over creation. So I drove 30 some miles out of my way last weekend to go to an Ollie's in Springfield, Ohio. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, to look for it there, and uh, did not find it, but I did find some other cool stuff. Did find some other cool stuff. They had some stuff that the the Dayton Ollies did not have. So it's mostly DC books that we're finding. It is there. apparently DC. I guess had a big closeout or something. Actu- actually, I think I know. Oh, I was talking to someone who works at the Gym City Comic Con here in Dayton. Yes. Deals with a lot of people. He said that he heard. That Hastings store closed out all of their DC stuff to Ollie's. Okay. Like, sold out, bulked it out to Ollie's. Okay. So. It is pretty much a lot of the same stuff across every Ollie's that I've been to so far. Right. <laughs> so that's a lot of Ollie's. Uh, and it is, like, a lot of DC stuff from, like, 10 to 5 years ago. Yeah. Like, like, it's not relatively new, but... It's, it's not super old either. Right, yeah. There's some cool stuff, too, for... There's some very cool stuff. Like, there. $3 trades and $10 hardcovers. It's Even pretty cheaper good. cheaper than that. Oh, yeah. Like, like $4 hardcovers. Yeah, no, that's true. I bought I bought some of those DC, like, archive edition ones for, yeah. like, 8 bucks. Right. Um, those are, like, 50... bucks. One of them was $75 cover price. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. I mean, there's some deep discounts. And these are, like, still shrink-wrapped. Like, right. They're, yeah. they're, they're, like, brand new looking. Like, uh, at all three Ollies, they have had the, uh, Commandy archives. Yeah, I got uh, one of those, too. And, uh, for, like, 7 bucks. Which, yeah, that's like a $50 book. Right. Uh, and I was like, man, like, like, there's, there's that, like, weird, lizardy, like, bargain hunter part of your brain that, like, sees that and is like, well, I should get that and sell it on eBay. Right. Yeah. Even though, like, yeah, yeah, cause, cause I just got the Commandy Omnibus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you got all that stuff. Which, like, just came yeah. out and it has, like, that and more right. in it. <laughs> But yeah, there was like that part. I was like, "Well, I've got this book coming, but here's this right here for right. seven dollars." Yeah. It's like, "Well, I could, well, I could even sell that to GameSwap and yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah. Make, like five bucks on it." Sure. Yeah. yeah, we've sold a bunch of them already. Yeah. Um, I mean, we put some of them out for discounted prices because they were like things that was like, eh, but right. but most of them were. Just, I mean, we discount all of our stuff anyway, so sure. it's it's selling at the prices, so. right? That's weird, because anybody can go to Ollie's. It's right. not like you have to have a membership to go there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, uh, so, yeah, I've been out comic shopping at various comic stores, and, uh, like, I went to one today that had, like, a bunch of showcase editions, and, like, they had a lot of the same ones that I've seen at Ollie's, but, like, they're charging full price for it, and, and I can go there and get one for three bucks. Yeah, right. It's like, well, why would I go to a comic store? <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, once these are gone, they're gone. That is true. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I think at this point, like, other than me trying to find the one that I am looking for, which I think was uh, Secret Society of Supervillains, 
Uh, I think I've pretty much bought all the ones that I want. Right. You know, unless I so get, like, a new influx. Right. Yeah, because, it, like, I looked, I only looked at the Dayton Mall one, but it seemed like about a dozen is the most I saw of any one thing. Right. Uh, some, of, some of them I only saw one copy, um, you know, two or three copies of some of them. But, right. But, so, yeah, they, they don't have, like, it's not like they have pallets of them. No. Unless they're, like, in their back room or whatever. But, right. But, yeah, so if you're in the Dayton area or in an area that has an Ollie's, you might check it out. Definitely check it out, yeah, especially if you like D.C. Mm-hmm. They have some other stuff, too, but not much. It was, like, 95% D.C. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, some decent stuff. Uh, the Archie Goodwin, uh, Walt Simonson Manhunter oh, series. nice. Uh, I bought the Brian Boland hardcover right and i read that thing cover to cover it's amazing he like talks about his process and little stories behind various uh covers and things he had to change and like all this like kind of interesting backstory to the covers right so it was was really cool and informative and awesome i got one of those myself uh i forget how much that was was like six bucks yeah right it's like a 40 dollar cover right that's awesome like Such a good book. Yesterday, I just picked up uh, the the Sandman dust covers uh, oh, trade paperback. If if you're in another alleys and you see another one of those, I'll I'll, I'll take one. All right, yeah. I'll pay you back for Absolutely. it. Absolutely, that looks that looks great too. Yeah. I may head to another alleys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> There's like four in Cincinnati, like 20 miles from where I work. Right. So. Might as well, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if I see one, definitely. Sweet. Uh, yeah, and then of course, you know, just buying. I went to, there's a comic store in Cincinnati called Queen City Comics. There's two locations. I went to both of those uh, within the past two days. Oh wow. I've still never been to Queen City. Yeah. Uh, the, the one that's near Jungle Gyms is like really clean and well organized. Uh, I mean, they're both well organized. Uh, but the other one is like a little smaller, a little dingier. Mm-hmm. And like every time you step on the ground, it feels like you're maybe gonna like crash through into like some sort of hidden like chamber underneath. That's the one I want to go to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that sounds more up my alley. Uh, apparently there's a local artist. Uh, I guess he works at both. Or whatever, because he was at uh, the the one in uh, Fairfield yesterday, and then he was at the one uh, by <laughs> Everybody's Records today. Maybe his twin brother works at the other one. It could be, but like he was drawing like Jason Voorhees, like on both of them. Like, yeah. On both of them, like yeah. Oh, he's like drawing at the counter. Uh, yesterday at the counter, today at the other one, like in the back room, like right in front of the image why, back issues. Why is our store not? slow enough that I can get paid to draw comics there. That's never happened. <laughs> uh, again, I don't even know if he actually works there. Oh, he might just he might just hang out there. Just hanging out oh, okay. at both hmm. City Comics. Weird. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I bought some, some stuff at both. You know, some, some back issues. And then I also, today on my lunch break, I went to the Super Duper Fancy Comic Store. Oh, up, up, and away? Up, up, and away, yeah. I've still never been to that one uh, I'm severely lacking on my comic store shopping. I I went into their dollar room and uh, they have a giant uh, statue of Homer Simpson that uh, talks when like something moves in front of it. Oh wow! So I immediately left that room. <laughs> yeah, that sounds annoying. Yeah, it was super annoying. I mean, is it like, is it like just as you walk in, or as you're looking through the boxes, he's still going to be talking? So my first pass through like he just kind of said like a homer phrase right and i was like it scared the shit out of me but i was like oh okay but like you know i wasn't necessarily there for dollar books so like i just like walked away right uh, but then i was like hey maybe i'll go check out the dollar books and like i walked in and it started singing a song <laughs> that kept going <laughs> and going <laughs> so i flipped through like a long box and it was still going and I was like fuck this yeah <laughs> it was obnoxious <laughs> that does sound a lot but it, I would probably endure it if if there was dollar boxes to look at yeah uh, but uh, you know they have a lot of fancy trade paperbacks and expensive stuff and high end books and uh, and then I also decided I was going to go look in the silver age room 
but I asked permission first. Oh, nice. Because I got yelled at the last time <laughs> when I just walked into it. This, yeah. So did they, how did that work? Did they escort you or? Uh, uh, apparently now they've locked the room. Oh, okay. So, hey. so, I wonder know. if someone, uh, did something to warrant that. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, I, I did before even trying the door. Like I just, I knew from previous experience, uh, I should just go ask. Right. And, uh, yeah, he had to walk in and unlock the door for me. So did he stay in the room while you no, were there? He okay. Just went up to the counter again. He just turned on the, the cameras. Probably, yeah. So he could watch you pilfer. Probably, probably. No, you didn't. So, to the listener, you didn't steal anything before, but no. you accidentally just walked in there before and it, yeah. like, freaked him out. Because they have, like, a separate room with yeah. that. They have, like, a bunch of graded and Silver Age and Golden Age comics. And, you know, it's not all that, but, you know, like, they have, like, some modern books, too. Right. But, but that's where all the high end stuff exactly. is. Yeah. Uh, and. You know, it's just like a little room, like so off to the side, like with a door. And I was like, okay, you know, like, right. I wonder what's in this room. And I opened the door and I walked in. Is it like a? It's like a glass door, though. It's yeah. not. It's not like some creepy. Nope. Part of the back room. You're, it just it looks inviting because you're like, oh, there's calling boxes in there yes. that are priced. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it looks on the wall. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a room yeah. to buy stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, like, I was in there for like. 30 seconds and finally like this guy like bursts in the door and he's like can I help you with anything? Just browsing. He's like oh you need to ask permission. There's a sign. And the sign that he's discussing which is still there like it's been six months since I was last there and and have heard some stories that maybe I'm not the one in the wrong on this. Yeah, Yeah I've heard other people say similar things. Yeah. Uh it's a sign, it's a Brian Boland Joker, like, tossing up, like, a, an eight ball or something like that. I think it was a cover for something. Right. Like, at one point. Yeah, like Joker Last Laugh or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's got, like, a word balloon of Joker saying something that, like, doesn't really make any sense when you read it. Right. Like, like I can't remember the exact wording, but apparently what it's supposed to mean is ask permission to go into this room. Right. But it doesn't say anything like that. It says something like, like, all eyes are on you or something, 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 yes, something, something, something that, like, maybe if you had already known that you're supposed to ask permission, maybe you would somehow correlate those two things together. Right. Yeah. But not necessarily. No. Yeah. No. You know, like, I get that it's a comic store, but, you know, it's also a really fancy comic store. Maybe get a real sign. Yeah. That says, you know, the thing that you mean. You could just, you could just print it out on your computer uh-huh. and uh, use packing tape to laminate it onto a backer board. Sure, you know, sure. It looks nice. Yeah, I've done yeah. that before. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I I need to visit that shop and check it's, it out. It's a neat experience. Uh, it's expensive. Should I just go into the self-rage room? Uh, when you I go should there? just go totally. Oh, I, you said it's locked now. It yeah. Is, yeah. Okay. Well, it was today at least. So, okay. Yeah. If it's not, I'll just try it next time. All right. Yeah. And I'll be like. And I'll say something like, oh, is that what that sign's supposed to mean? Yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah. You're getting real good at being a snarky dick. <laughs> I'm trying. You've taught me well, wise one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into the specifics here, but I've had to deal with Diamond Comics on the phone as a retailer this week. And I got to say, like, they are idiots and very... Uh, unprofessional in dealing with the customers yeah. when when they make mistakes, yeah. which clearly they did in the situation I was dealing with them, and they do not own up to their mistakes. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I rarely see you mad or get worked up about things, but, but you were pretty upset when you were telling me this story. Oh, you should have seen me when it was actually happening. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. I was like, I felt like my brain was on fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm I try to like let things roll off and like, but when people are like, what really bothers me is when people are in the wrong and then they are like making you try to seem like you're in the wrong. Yeah. And it's not even like one of those situations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even a situation where like, well, maybe I can see where I would be in the wrong from their perspective. It's like, no, they're just idiot dicks yeah. and they don't care about their customers. Oh, yeah. And if there was another option, 
I would strongly consider switching to another company. Monopolies, man. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, they'll soon be bought out by Amazon, and then that'll get bought out by Disney. At <laughs> it's all going to be... It's all going to be Disney right? at some point. Yeah. I'll be fine. It couldn't be worse, really. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah... Uh, excuse me. Yeah, I got nothing else. Just, just, just living comics. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah, I've been drawing and reading and selling comics I've, since I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drawing and reading and buying and uh, organizing comics. Uh, it's kind of fun. Anyway. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. That's all we got. Well, maybe there's a comic we can read since we both love to read comics. Okay. <laughs> so, so this one's going to be weird in a way. Yeah. Because we're going to read a trade paperback of a comic whose first issue just came out last week. Okay. That is different. Mm-hmm. That is different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so in one of the extremely rare instances where your job is beneficial to us, <laughs> right? Uh, Mavericks received a a promotional copy of a trade paperback that isn't going to come out until like September. Yeah. For a book that at the time hadn't even come out like for months yet. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Uh, and so, so it's a little weird, and because we usually like uh, we don't have listeners, but if we did, <laughs> we invite them to read whatever book we're yeah. reading. Uh, but so, we we've waited until the first issue is out, so <laughs> strategically, yeah. Uh, so, so I guess this is more like like we're reviewing it to see like. If it's worth buying the rest of it, or wow, that would be amazing if if we could always do that, right? Like if they could send us advanced copies and we could sure. review them to let people know to buy them, right? Or Isn't that how that usually works? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that works that way. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, imagine if if uh, we could warn people away from animosity. Oh my gosh, yes, I would have. <laughs> so maybe we'll be warning people away, but hopefully not. Hopefully, Ho- we'll be telling people to go buy. Bye, bye, bye. Oblivion Song by Robert Kirkman and somebody else. <laughs> That's right. That is the team. <laughs> and when Robert Kirkman and somebody else get together, we hope it's magic. Because <laughs> those two individuals really know how to make comics. Sure they do. And we're hoping that uh, it's, a, it's a Robert Kirkman and a Tony Moore situation and not a Robert Kirkman uh, and a Charlie Adler. Well, apparently... Apparently, people think that those two make great comics together. <laughs> but we'll probably talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Oblivion Song, which, again, literally, uh, as the time we are recording this, the first issue literally just came out. Yeah. Uh, I guess by the time we review it and uh, release it, probably issue two will be out. Yeah. But but we're going to read the first six issues? Uh, it's five or six. Five I or for, six. I forget. Yeah. Uh, so, so, weird. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Yeah. It'll be fun to be ahead of the curve. For the first time in our lives. Yep. <laughs> uh, righty. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Um, it's too bad it's not our final episode, then we could have bookended the show with Robert Kirkman comics. Oh, what was our first one? Astonishing Wolfman. Was it really? Yep. That was our first comic? Wow. So Walking Dead was out at that point, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Uh, I don't think we've uh, read a Walking Dead. Nor should show. we. Yeah, I don't think we should either. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Oblivion Song. Cool. It, it's not our last episode. No. Hopefully. I don't believe it is. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Never know, I guess, but, but I, I plan on picking the book I was actually oh, going yeah. to pick for next time. Yeah, I've got, I've got picks in there, okay, too. Right, so. right. <laughs> I think we're safe. Okay. Uh, and, I, and, and I guess also I hope we're still friends. 
after next week. If not, we'll still be uh, work partners. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Then. Yeah. All right. I'm down. <laughs> All right. Well, Look, so, yeah, read along if you uh, want to buy the first issue. Buy the first issue, and, and we'll we'll spoil the rest of it for yeah, you. Yeah, there might be some spoilers. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll talk about something that's not out yet. Right. So yep. Watch out for that. Yep. Okay, then. All right. Good night, kids. Bye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.